Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to another edition of the PHNX D-Backs podcast. The Arizona Diamondbacks have two starting players. Yeah, yeah. In the All-Star game, two starting players. My name is Derek Montia, and I am known as the mayor of Phoenix for some reason. This guy next to me, as you can tell, is Mr. Electric, Sean DePaz. And we will be joined by Thunderstick Jesse Friedman here shortly from the beautiful city of Seattle, where he has been following Zach Gallon and Corbin Carroll around all day today. But it is a beautiful day for Arizona Diamondbacks fans, or depending on how you want to look at it, uh, it is the beginning of the end of Zach Gallon with the Diamondbacks. But I'm not going to go whoa, down that whoa, road. What? No, I'm not going down that what? road. Well, you know, he's starting in the All-Star game. That is the announcement here. And, uh, you know, of course, just like if he wins the Cy Young, that price tag just keeps going uh, up and up okay, and up, right? So uh, our hopes of uh, extending him seem to keep dwindling. But that again, I'm not... I, see, I went down that path. I wasn't going to go down that path. I wasn't going to start this show like this. Uh, I was going to start the show by saying, Zach Gown, your starting pitcher yeah, in yeah. the National League. Uh, this is very exciting. And, of course, we kind of expected it. We knew that there wasn't... a ton of options as far as who could be starting uh we some of the options we did bring up actually have uh are no longer even participating like marcus stroman in the all-star game any longer so uh zach gallon kind of became the clear-cut uh starter as far as his numbers go but uh, he has some impressive stats he leads all major league baseball and wins currently with 11 wins uh, and games started with 19 games started he leads the national league and whip with a 1.048 whip and FIP with a 2.77 FIP, uh, 11 and three this year, 3.04 ERA, 125 strikeouts. Is that good? 23 walks. That good? That's pretty good. He has Sounds a pretty good. 5.43 strikeout to walk ratio. Uh, Ryan's asking why. I don't even have an answer for you, Ryan. I'm sorry. Like I said, I don't know. Yeah, why. I was very uncalled for. I, I was, was headbanging. Right it was game. a good Monday. See, and then you came my, out of here. It's and where just... my mind goes. But it's, a, Can it's I, my mind goes. Loving how your, your unrelated, loving how your hat is rocking with the shirt. It's like good, it's right? A, it's, it's a, a whole it's thing. A fit. It's a whole the thing. collar. Do I show them that the shorts also it's match? A I mean, it's a whole thing here, right? It's like, a fit. This is... Also makes me want some Big League Chew. Yeah, I mean, what's it's... your favorite flavor of Big League Chew? Oh man, blue raspberry. Ooh, I, whoa! There's blue raspberry Big League oh, Chew. Oh yeah, they have new book. They have new Big League Chews. They oh my god, some stuff out there that you don't even know. Because I, I mean, right? yeah, I mean, it's been like a great, your original. My, you know, the green apple was mine. Or was it like the sour watermelon or something like that? Yeah. Like we, how are we not going original here? Because mm. uh, if we're going original, like, but it's the best original bubblegum in the world. I think 
Okay, fair enough. Buy, as buy, far, buy, as, as, I mean, far as consuming bubblegum flavored bubblegum, I will say, ooh, I will say the I don't Big know. Chew is the best. I don't know. I might rather have the Hubba don't, Bubba Wheel. I knew you were going I with Hubba Bubba. Have Bubba Wheel? Because like, I, I, if wow. I'm getting Big League Chew, I'm not wasting my time. For me, Big League Chew is like sunflower seeds. If, especially when I played baseball, I'm not wasting my time on the original flavor. Like I'm getting my, no, my I'm getting the flavor though, of Big League Chew and I'm getting ranch wing. Ranch. Or ranch Hubba rich. Bubba yeah. is like non-ball player stuff, Sean. I agree. But, that's, but I, I never chewed regular bubble gum. I either had a good flavor of Big League Chew or I was chewing seeds. You know what made Big League Chew elite was the fact that you could just keep adding to the wall. Well, yeah, I mean, mouth, the, right? idea, like that's the, the idea behind it is genius. In. Like it's supposed to be chewing yeah. tobacco. That is yeah, yeah. genius. It is. It is fairly genius, but we're we're far off track. We're just excited. It's home run derby day. Yes, sir. It's all star festivities day. And of course, the Arizona Diamondbacks have Zach Gallen as their starting pitcher for the National League uh, in the all star game. So we're just thrilled again. Uh, Zach Gallen's numbers that three point zero four ERA, 11 and three, 125 strikeouts. 23 walks and he hasn't even been that good lately right <laughs> we know that if you're a diamondbacks fan you know that you know how bad he's been on the road I feel like we got to be saying like hasn't been that good by zach gallon standards correct like he's been good even when he hasn't been Compa- great yeah compared to, <laughs> yeah, by, compared by zach to standards he yes. hasn't been good yeah he's had his ups and downs he's definitely had some brilliant outings uh this season i really felt like his last outing kind of solidified this start for him but yeah you know again he's been nearly unhittable at chase field i don't even understand what's going on there uh, and he joins quite a crew for the national league starters damon do we have uh the national league starters here we go of course zach allen your starter starting pitcher and this is the starting lineup you guys this is ronald acuna jr leading Good. things off Freddie Freeman, good at baseball. Mookie Betts, good at baseball. Uh, JD Hernandez, Martinez, Martinez. There's a whole. I don't like that whole Dodgers section right there. JD yeah, Martinez. I, wow, that is terrible. Yeah, that's just uh, two, three, four Dodgers. Uh, Nolan Arenado there in the fifth hole. Uh, hit third baseman Luis Arise. I don't know about him hitting that low in the lineup. Sean Murphy, Corbin Carroll hitting eighth, and Orlando Arcia uh, hitting ninth. Zach Gallon, of course, pitching. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm. I'm. First off rip, I'm putting Luis Arias at the top of the line. I'm moving everybody down. That's absolutely. If I'm he trying to the, win, if I'm trying to win, I'm doing. He has that. the best batting average in baseball. Like, yeah. what are we talking about? How are we not leading off? Put him on base. Ronald Acuna yeah. has a chance to drive in two runs in his first at bat. That's. I mean, I really feel like Acuna should be hitting in the two hole. Literally signed like, everything down. Yeah. I also, I'd probably rather here. have Mookie second uh, batting ahead of Freddie. I think. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, and let's take a look at the American League starters. Uh, oh, no, we don't have those yet. Uh, well, here's the thing about the National League starters. Mm. Uh, there was a picture today that uh, Jesse posted from Seattle of Garrett Cole and Zach Gallon standing next to each other. And that, with his caption that he posted, is really what got my negative thinking Dude, going I, down that, that route. And I, don't, I hate Garrett Cole so much. I, like I'm going to blame Jesse. I'm not uh, taking a responsibility for my own thought process here. And then now I've I've, I've bestowed that upon all of you. So now all of you have to deal that uh, with that as just, well. I but, despise. Um, yeah, there is there's uh, there, there, whatever it is what it is. But uh, Corbin Carroll hitting in the eighth hole for the National League. What are your thoughts on that? It would appear, and I put this out there. I just put it out there just because it's the All-Star game, and you never know how early starters are going to get pulled, how these managers are going to manage the game, if they're just going to try to get everybody playing time or if they're going to actually manage it like a real game. I know most of the time the starters make it to the third inning, so it means Corbin Carroll would at least get one at bat. But do we want him having more than one at bat? Do we want Corbin Carroll showing out? 
in the All-Star game. I, I, let me start by saying, like, deep down inside, I kind of want Corbin Carroll to show out and Zach Gallon not to. Huh. Uh, again, but that's just because of my selfish contractual. Yeah, fact, we've already extended uh, Carroll yeah. and we haven't extended Gallon, right? Like, uh, But I'd love to see both of them shine here, and I would love to see Corbin Carroll at least showcased. But I don't really want him to get a lot of playing time. Yeah. Um, first off, to answer Michael's question, I hate Garrett Cole because I hate the New York Yankees. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I I mean, obviously, like the baseball fan in me is just like, go win the MVP, young man. Like that would that's really what I want is I want him to go up there and hit for the cycle and <laughs> just be the greatest all star performance since yeah. since Pedro Martinez. Um, that's not going to happen. He's probably only going to get one at that at most two. Um, I. I yeah, I I don't really need him to do all that much because it's like it's not like like I said unless if he was playing the whole game that would be different then I'd be like okay go play the whole game but if you're only gonna get get a couple at bats anyways like no reason to make it more than one like go out there let your family see you make a couple plays in the outfield steal a couple bases call it a day he he is gonna steal a base like his first pitch oh, right yeah. oh yeah. like he, he's gonna oh. he might steal home. If given the opportunity, he's seen the Ellie De La Cruz. Yeah, right. It's uh, the All Star game. And he's mad about yeah. it. Yeah, you know he's mad. Because Damon and I were talking about this the other day. I think he likes baseball way too much to like ever do something that risky. But in in a situation like this, or I think he's too smart of a baseball player to ever do something like that risky by trying to steal home in a game situation like this. Go for it, young man. Why not? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I kind of love it, uh, and I, I I don't know. I just want want I want everybody to have a good time. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. I want nobody to get hurt, and I want everybody to stay as part of the Arizona Diamondbacks because this team uh, still had an excellent first half. And uh, even though the standings say they're not in first place, we don't buy that bullshit with mm-hmm. a little percentage. Uh, yeah, Mo Schubert did choose violence today in the chat. He came with Gallon as the D-backs consolation prize for finishing second to the Dodgers in the final 2023 NL West standings. I've slept on this man's couch, and I just <laughs> the, the disrespect here is just this is like, this is why I'm glad he moved to Toronto. Get out of here. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> disrespect. Uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks did have a good draft day yesterday, I guess, as far as drafting elite baseball names, that's for sure. But the Diamondbacks took three players on day one of the MLB draft. They took Tommy Troy, short, shortstop from Stanford. They took Gino Groover, third baseman from North Carolina University. And 80 grade name. Caden Grice, yes. Clemson University, with their 64th pick, competitive balance B pick. Uh, and yes, they. if you're asking us, they absolutely won the draft when it comes to elite baseball names. Uh, it's weird to want to give reactions because what, what do we know about these guys? You know, <laughs> I know that I hate Clemson. Oh, see, so he already he already doesn't like Caden Grice, right? Uh, but if we go over these guys again, Tommy Troy, shortstop, uh, he's ranked as the two to- 2023 drafts number 17 prospect by MLB Pipeline, which is why some people aren't a huge fan of the pick. They felt like the Diamondbacks were 12th. There were some more options there, uh, including some guys that were on Teal. their kind of list. Teal uh, being one of them, went to the Boston Red Sox. But oh, yeah, uh, in three season. In three seasons with Stanford, Troy averaged uh, 338 uh, with 38 doubles, seven triples, 34 home runs, and 109 RBI. Uh, His team qualified for the College World Series all three of the seasons he was there, and he's the two-time Pac-12 team champion in 2022 and 23. And and we talked a little bit about it during the draft show, but he was like the Cape Cod Baseball League player 
uh, you know, of the and the uh, of, of the no season. Joke. Yeah, like, it, it really it's, is. It's not. a yeah. very competitive amateur yeah. league when it happens. So definitely impressive. But uh, Gino Groover, third baseman, uh, incredible name as a Fucking junior. Uh, he hit three thirty two with eight doubles, one triple, thirteen home runs, and fifty RBI. Uh, in two seasons with North Carolina State, he hit three forty eight. So uh, these are some guys that can play the infield, and of course uh, have have some consistency at the plate, which I'm sure yeah. is one of the keys that the Diamondbacks are looking for. Um, and King Grice, even though he doesn't want to uh, acknowledge him due to the school that he chose to go to. Uh, he was ranked as the number 118th prospect by MLB and number, number 121 by Baseball America. Diamondbacks took him 64th overall. So there, there's some stuff within the Diamondbacks um, analytics department, I feel like, that's going beyond basing their selections yeah. on... Uh, you, you know, they said they were going to go with the best available talent, mm-hmm. but they really didn't go with the best available talent. They kind of get they stretched almost for every guy because I feel like they kind of, you know, saw something. With yeah, I mean, best available is subjective, right? Like, I think sure. I, if you ask them, I'm sure they did take the best available player. Um, right. And, and right. I mean, again, uh, I read Moneyball recently um, and like something they talk about at length in that book is like a it like no no it doesn't matter where you draft them if they end up being a good player like no one's gonna care and be like uh, so often teams are wrong like yeah so so <laughs> yeah, I, that's very so true. often teams are wrong so yeah. fuck the scouts and all yeah, or not even yeah. the scouts but all of these writers and stuff that are doing mock draft like or whatever like yeah, they know America even less like and, yeah so I, I mean it's it's obviously all a crapshoot they obviously have an idea of what kind of players they want in this organization and like you said whether it's their analytics department, their scouts, whatever, like they, they, they obviously saw something in these guys. So after you get past the first five picks, basically, like I'm all for you going to get the guy that you think is, is like whoever is your guy. Um, If like, obviously there's certain situations where like, it's egregious to pass up a certain amount of talent, but you're, you're in the competitive balance rounds. Like (laughs) it's fucking K like go grab the guy that you think has the highest ceiling or whatever, or like whatever your, your motivation is. Yeah. I'm, yeah well here's the thing is the diamondbacks um have had some good luck when it comes to their recent draft picks and the success that those guys Mm -hmm. have had dating back to dansby swanson even though he's no longer with the team and kind of everybody that they've selected especially in the first round since then uh and you know there's still some guys that haven't been you know haven't proven themselves yet obviously there's there's a lot of questions even about some like drew jones and uh i mean even jordan lawler so it's, it's about developing these guys at a minor league level and seeing something in them that you think is going to flourish, something yeah. that is going to that, – that's going to allow them to reach their potential of being a major league ball player. So yeah, many of these I guys mean, at a minor league level don't. So it is yeah. such a crapshoot yeah. when it comes to – And so often it's, it's, it's like – you're basing it off of potential. It's not even what they've done. You see that they have the ability to maybe be a certain kind of pitcher or, or maybe – their their body builds out to them have, being a more effective power like whatever it is like like you're you're obviously basing a lot of this on projections so yeah and everything everything is projected even at the top of the draft you're projecting that they are going to get to an MLB level talent so if you really like I said if you, there's a guy that you think really has a chance to project out to being not even necessarily like you know being an MVP candidate or an All Star but maybe being a terrific glove or yeah. a terrific like a DH or whatever like. Well, you got to go with your gut. And motion brings up. I love that they got a two-way guy, and that's Caden Grice. Caden Grice in three seasons with Clemson went ten and two with a three point seven three ERA and one hundred and two twenty-two strikeouts. 
but then he also hit 288 with a 958 OPS with 35 doubles, two triples, 45 homers, <laughs> and 161 RBI. Why do we need Otani when we have Otani at home? Oh, yeah. We drafted Otani <laughs> last night. We don't need to go out and pay big money for him. We have him in our system I already. I still watch Ohio Otani, but yeah, no, no, it's awesome. And I think I think my biggest fear, like when it comes to getting excited about drafting two-way players, is that I feel like in the minor so often that kind of stuff gets beat out of players. Yeah. Um, especially if they're not like top tier at both of them. They're going to eventually probably make them focus on one or the other. Um, but hopefully, Shohei's success has kind of maybe opened up the minds of front offices to allow him to explore uh, bo- being a two-way player. Um, and if that's the case, if you end up... I mean, obviously, it doesn't have to be as good as Shohei to be a valuable part of, a, of an organization yeah. if he can be effective both at the plate and on the mound. Well, here's the thing is, is that we want these guys to be able to move through the system. And uh, I think I'm Larry said, I love who they selected their first four picks, especially their college guys who each have really good upside. The college guys thing seems to be, you know, especially considering Corbin Carroll wasn't the college guy, right? The college guys seem to be a focus for this team. And when you talk about uh, how that impacts their progress, their, their journey to making it to the major leagues, the Arizona Diamondbacks with organization has already promoted Ivan Melendez to Double A Amarillo. Today oh, he has been promoted yeah, to the Sod Poodles. So Ivan Melendez, who was ja- just drafted in 2022, was, was a college pick, player, right? second round yeah. pick, correct? Uh, overall pick number 43, drafted out of Texas, and he is already with the Sod Poodles. That means we could see the Hispanic Titanic as early yeah. as next season. And I, I love that the, the franchise is clearly showing that, like, if it doesn't, they don't care how long you've been here, how how old you are, whatever. Like, if you're ready to be playing at a level, the next level, like they're going to put. He was put you there. killing it for yeah. the hops. I mean, he was absolutely smashing the ball for the hops. So, I mean, it just it it makes sense for them to make that move. But again. The Diamondbacks, I feel like, have a pretty proficient coaching system because we are seeing these guys kind of move through the system quickly like we did mm-hmm. with Corbin Carroll. Maybe nobody as fast, quite as fast as him. But other guys are moving through the system, showing that level of success. You also pair that with the fact that when guys are getting sent back down, like what we saw with Alec Thomas and Jake McCarthy, they're able to come back to the major leagues and be right again. Right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Like, that's when you're – a franchise that's never going to be able to compete financially um, with obviously the big players, you have to you have to figure out your your farm system you no head choice. to toe. Yeah, like you, you have no yeah, you have no choice. Which is why I mentioned on the draft show yesterday. Like you look at a team like the the Royals, and obviously they have the World Series not too long ago. But I mean that's almost a decade ago now at this point. And like <laughs> they're the, like Time they slips by so fast. Yeah, I know. But they have like the 29th ranked farm system in the league and are also the worst team in baseball like there is no hope there and, and, and again not everyone's going to have a padres ask owner that's going to outspend what they should reasonably compared to that market like you got to figure out the farm system and obviously it's a relatively small sample size based on a couple of years now but you look at a the development of guys like corbin and on a lesser scale guys like ivan and then also you meant like you mentioned guys like alec and jake the rebound that they're able to make when they can get sent back down there like it, seems like they have a pretty good foundation for having a really good major league team. I have some updates on new picks, if you guys want to hear them. Yeah, let's go. So uh, third-round pick, Jack Hurley, was the 36th-ranked player on MLB.com. Wow. Picked him with the 80th pick. So, Jack Hurley. Wow. Yeah, left-handed go. outfielder. Uh, typical D-backs. Come on, turn then we got Grayson Hit, 
right-handed pitcher Hit? from Alabama. No way. Is a pitcher named Hit? Mm-hmm. A pitcher named Hit. Oh, come on, come dude. On. That's cursed. Kevin oh, Sim, so a third baseman from USD. They only draft kids with like one syllable names. Can James Phil- Outman trade his name with Hit? And yeah, then he for can real. Be Outman and then <laughs> exactly. Be James well, no, Hit? no, no, Jimmy no, no. Hit, Jimmy fire name. But I, I will take the sacrifice of this random prospect sucking because he has the last name Hit. If that means James Outman is dead forever, not true. Dead. Not, Philip I mean. Abner, uh, left-handed pitcher from Florida, and Ryan Bruno, a, Ooh, a uh, teammate of Tommy Troy's Ooh. at Stanford. Also a left-handed pitcher. So all college guys so far. All college guys. I love it. All Again, that's a, that's a big money ball thing. Let's go. The big money ball thing. High school kids don't pan college out. College guys, right? Because I mean, like again, getting back to the projection thing, it's you're making an even further out projection when you're projecting high school kids. high school kids. Absolutely. And it's much Absolutely. harder to to know what their ta- their competition is like. Obviously, less now, especially with things like like perfect game and all that stuff. But like, but can you imagine interviewing a bunch of high school kids and trying to get a feel for oh, which one of them is going to be like a solid human being going forward? No, right? Like, and they're also, all going like, to give you all the perfect answers. They're all going to come off as being really good natured you know good good kids and i think like, about who i was at 18 like they probably if they if you drafted me when i was coming out of high school you would have thought like oh it's a real quiet kid real real like uh i don't know maybe <laughs> if, if his kid. if his frame quiet kid. if his frame fills out like he's like 125 no i was i was like i was like 165 pounds soaking wet uh, you should hear like, the, the way he terrorizes the office with i'm his sorry questions. Did, did sean just say he, he was, was quiet? quiet kid i don't know I, I, I don't oh no talk to shane about this i've talked to him about it before like when i started here i was so quiet i I don't like people, and if I don't know you and I'm not comfortable around you, I don't talk. That's my co-host right there. But I like you know, comfortable around you, so I'll talk a bunch. <laughs> uh, well, we are very excited for the Home Run Derby tonight, by the way. So excited. Uh, because the Home Run Derby, in my opinion, is the best all-star sport-related yes. thing that exists. Yeah, we right? were just talking about that on Bats. Totri and I just agreed. It's not even close. It's not even close. Like... I, I don't. I don't even really need the All Star Game to be honest, but I still can't believe at one point we were so stupid that we decided to make you know home field advantage in the World Series dependent on the All Star Game. That's still nuts to me. If anything, it should have been determined by the goddamn Home Run Derby. That would have been fine. That would but be money. Home Run Derby tonight is crazy. I uh, can't wait. A lot of big names in it, and I feel like I feel like that's the big difference, right? Like when you talk about maybe uh, the slam dunk competition, potentially like a rivalry uh, being a rival to mm. it. You just don't get those big names that now are yeah. kind of coming out for the Derby, and you're you're getting the best talent in in baseball participating. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I think that's again why part of why I love baseball's all star festivities so much. And this is I know this might sound like a shot at the sport of baseball, but I've talked about this before. Like you compare it to the other sports, baseball played at half speed or half effort is still like is far closer to the actual product than you get in NBA or whatever. Like you have to. Like you, you have to. Yeah. You like have you, to actually try. Yeah. And baseball, right? like it obviously is a slightly more passive sport just by the nature of how it is. So like you can play good baseball without necessarily playing at a hundred percent. I I think. Um and the home run derby obviously is just hitting home runs. You're like, absolutely right. And it's it was something part of it. something that Totri and I were talking about. Like he bet on on J Rod and I was like J Rod kind of sucks this year, but he's like, but that doesn't matter. He's not getting curveballs. Like he's just got to hit 70 mile per hour BP fastballs. <laughs> he's not like, striking out. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. like it's 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 very different. Like I think the I think the nature of the sport of baseball lends to this week being super entertaining. Yeah. Um that's a great point. And I'm yeah, I, I love it. Like it yeah. is it's so much fun. And also like 
going up to do crazy dunks, if you're LeBron James in his prime, it's a much bigger risk there than going up and trying to hit home runs. Like, That's fair. It, you know, fair. it's the chances of you, obviously, Corbin makes this a little different, um, but the chances of you just hurting yourself swinging at pitches is not very high compared to the chance of you doing something going very wrong on a dunk. I think I think the best thing I can compare it to or that I feel like illustrates this is the difference between watching the Harlem Globetrotters take yes. on the Washington Generals yeah. versus watching the Savannah Bananas take on the party animals. Yeah. The party animals actually whoop the Savannah Bananas ass <laughs> quite often. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a regular occurrence, right? And the reason why is because with all the choreographed dance routines, with all the theatrics, with the pitchers on stilts and guys mm -hmm. lighting the ball on fire, at the end of the day, it's still a baseball game well, yeah. being played. And I mean, it's still it, a pitcher throwing a ball and a Negro guy hitting leagues. it. Yeah, right? like I, yeah. I, I was just reading a book about the Negro Leagues, and it was they, it was one of the things like the Indianapolis Clowns. Like they are one of the most legendary Negro Leagues teams ever and they also like they were they were very good and they also like literally just had harlem they had a guy on the team who also was on the harlem globetrotters and it's like some of them were pretty good baseball players but they were also there to just entertain the crowd yeah, and, yeah. and mess around and stuff yeah. like that in non-league games so like i get it baseball that is seems meant like for way more fun even yeah. if you're still slightly playing it competitive yeah i mean baseball like especially that. in games that are non-league games that are really at their root for entertainment like baseball is, is built to be to have fun with which is why it drives me crazy that the sport in, in during the regular season is so unfun at times and the yeah. league seems yeah yeah dead set on making it not fun yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Especially, so built to be fun. Yeah, when you watch college and you see all the stuff they're doing. I mean, come on, Loris Goriel built sandcastles, and that yeah. was incredible. It was one of some of it was one of my favorite moments of the first half, yep. right? Um, but who do you have money bet on the Bet MGM app for the home run derby? Because I, I will give you my selection. My selection was a I, I went with a plus six hundred odds uh, on. Uh, Pete Alonzo mm. and Luis Robert being in the final. I know that's kind of lame, but no, I felt but like I mean, that was pretty safe with the plus 600 value. Yeah, was I think good. that's what Totri took on bets as well. Yeah. Um, I, I, like I said the other day, I think Pete Alonzo is going to win. I also am dabbling on, on Vlad Guerrero Jr. because the man doesn't hit home runs anywhere. Mm. He does not hit home runs in Toronto, but he hits a bunch of them outside of Toronto. Uh -huh. His ass is a wagon. Um, His ass is a wagon. It's a fucking massive it's wagon. Fucking it's almost wagon. as big of a wagon as the Arizona Diamondbacks. Let's go. Um, and I'm just like, why not? Plus, it's Seattle. You're going to have a big <laughs> Toronto Canadian support uh, base there. All right. I'm on board. Why not? And also, Adley Rushman, because why not? It'd be a vibe. His dad's pitching to him. Yeah, that's dope. Anytime a, anytime a father is involved uh, with anything home run related. Oh, I'm the media home. loves those stories. Oh, I love it, too. I love it, too. Um, but... I, we are the media. We are the media. <laughs> Correct. I guess. I mean, kind of. <laughs> but uh, of course, we thank you guys for uh, joining us and, and uh, make sure you make those bets on the BetMGM app. Uh, if you haven't played the BetMGM Swing for the Fences free to play game, get down on it right now. Log into the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Play the BetMGM game from now until September 7th. All you have to do is be a batter, pick a zone. You'll single, you'll double, you'll triple. You'll, you'll pull, walker. You'll walker. Or uh, you fly out, and you'll get the prize associated with that. Prizing must be used on Major League Baseball betting, and it must be used within 24 hours. So make sure you get in on that before it expires. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM app uh, yet, use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets back if it loses with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. 
Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. That guitar is sneaky. You never know when that's guitar. The rhythm is going to get you, and you never know when it's going to get you. But uh, we thank you guys for being here on the BHNX Sports YouTube channel. We thank you guys so much. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to the channel already, please do so. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of the shows go live. Leave us a review uh, or leave us a little thumbs up. We appreciate that. We always love that. Uh, if you're listening on the audio podcasting side, leave us a review there. Subscribe there as well. We thank you guys for so much for doing that. And if you want to, if you desire to, there is a great value in joining us as a member of the PHNX Diehards uh, crew. Become part of our family. Not only do you get a $50 gift certificate for Mountain Mike's, you get a ranch card for Dobson Ranch Golf Course. You get all sorts of freebies, including a free shirt from the phnxlocker.com or a free hat, 20% off all free pur- or future purchases, and so much more. You get Jesse's newsletter full count where he is somewhere right now hiding in Seattle, uh, not being on our show right now, just writing away for his uh, his newsletter. Oh, Jesse. Oh, Jesse. But he is enjoying the beautiful Seattle weather, and I'm, I'm just jealous. That's really what It was so about. nice this morning, and I yeah. looked at my watch, and it was 99 degrees, and I'm like, God hate the summer oh it's the worst here but uh of course you, what, what you don't get here is protection from the sun with our membership but you do get so much more from our partners so make sure to sign up today over at gophnx.com uh get discounts on our events and we have one coming up we have an event coming up we, have, we do we have one of our takeover events we have so make sure to not miss out, you, out it's, on that you get it's our make our, our our one of our best takeover 60 dollars regular know. price 48 dollars if you're a diehard and you get you get little you get a little slider sampler mm-hmm. you get little slider Some samplers they got the mac and cheese they got the french, french fries. fries we're gonna be at a cold beers and salad. cheeseburgers it's gonna be incredible so make sure to join up uh, and I think the seats are pretty damn good in that one I think we're underneath the uh, home run porch ooh, out there in the ooh, outfield ooh. So hell yeah we are gonna be having some fun make sure to join us for that but we always have fun here every day every every week every week on this show is Shark Week of course every day on this show is Earth Day but this is Monday. And God damn it, you know what we do on Monday. We go to the mailbag. Mega Ray, let's go! My mailbox, always something interesting in my mailbox. I try to get to everything in my mailbox. And then once in a while, there's a letter that makes me go, wow, wow, my mailbox. All right, what do we got for our first question, Dave? First question comes from Scooter2319, Scott the Human. Uh, good that you're human. That definitely so, sounds like something a non-human would say. Yeah, I don't trust you that you're <laughs> actually human. But anyway, what's the update on Dre's elbow from Scott the Human? Uh, not good. The, the, the update is not good. As far as we know, the Diamondbacks have been told that uh, Dre Jameson has uh, a UCL uh, situation and it will probably require Tommy John surgery. Uh, they are seeking out a second opinion. And I think mostly that is Andre's behalf. Dre probably, uh, doesn't want to be shut down, nor does he want to, you know, uh, have this be real. It was interesting because the symptoms that he experienced in the game that he was in was cramping in his wrist. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the usual tightness in the forearm or, or inflammation that apparently he experienced the next day. So, um, it, it, it doesn't look good, if I'm being honest. And when Tori Lovello said that his concern level was, like he didn't hesitate to say that his concern level was high, 
I felt like we all know what it is. You 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 want to make sure before you go down that route because it's such a a long obviously it's such a a, a long recovery mm-hmm. period and uh you know you you don't want to be making that call uh unnecessarily. So they are going to go about a second opinion, but I have not received any updates yet in regards to that second opinion. Yeah, I mean the good news is that he's young and at this point like Tommy Don surgery is by no mean like a death knell to your career. So yeah, uh, not, and obviously, not what it used to be at yeah. one point. It obviously sucks because I mean we talked at length about the D backs window and it might being right now slash next year. And yeah. if he's missing a significant portion of that, then like that sucks for him and obviously sucks for the team. Um, because I've said before, I thought he was going to be able to be able to, a, a big contributor in the postseason. So it, it definitely sucks. But as far as his career come, goes in a vacuum, like it's by no means ruined or anything like that like it's if you're gonna have this happen it's good to have it when you're young yeah and i mean honestly the diamondbacks are just in a position where they kind of needed dre uh he had uh toy lavello had just been asked before the game that he injured himself if dre was going to potentially be an option for them out of the bullpen in high leverage situations mm-hmm. and it sounded like tory was a go on that until they brought him in uh, you know until the, this injury occurred but Jesse pointed this out. They've been primarily using him in mop-up situations as it stands, which hasn't been the great greatest usage of him. Not only has he had kind of big gaps in between when he has appeared, but he also, you know, wasn't really being used in, in a way that a lot of people thought Dre Jameson should be used. Yeah, um, and that, that's, I think, again, part of why this sucks is, like, it seemed like there was so much potential, and not just him being a good pitcher, but also like figuring out what role he was going to have in this team. Right. Uh, I've said a bunch of times that to me, he has the mentality of a, of a, a, a closer. He does. And he I think, does. and he, like we've talked about a lot, he enjoys those high leverage situations and there's no more high leverage situations than trying to save a game in the bottom of the ninth. Um, so like I, I, I would have loved to see him potentially maybe grow into that role, especially if they didn't don't end up getting a closer at the deadline, which is not to say that he, can't later on in his career but obviously not at any point that's going to help this team uh probably in the next two seasons or this season next season so um that definitely sucks um but again no reason he can't become that later on brady martin says i'm still perplexed as to why he kept pitching on thursday i think a lot of people are i think the diamondback i think tori labello are, are questioning themselves as far as leaving him in there uh i don't know it's the same concern we had about Corbin Carroll, right? Yeah. It basically comes down to these guys want to play and they're going to try to do everything they can to, to to play. And sometimes you have to be that voice of reason that gives them, you know, that, yeah. that tells them that they have to. It's the downside of, the of being like a player's coach, a player's manager is you sometimes have to not trust the player. Right. <laughs> you have to protect right. them from themselves, right. which obviously is not always going to sit well with guys that are as competitive as the guys on this team. So. I also just hopefully don't, it teaches them a lesson. Maybe? Yeah, I just don't know if you know him continuing the pitch was the reason why. Well, yeah, he has I mean, this injury, right? realistically, like, at that point, if he's if he's already feeling discomfort and the the wrist cramping or whatever was a result of that, I mean, at, at that point, there is no, there's it's too late at that point. Yeah, like, yeah, you need right. Tommy John surgery. You need Tommy John yeah, surgery. Right, so right. I don't. And also, I mean, they're coming off the back of Corbin of of them taking him out of game and him just being completely fucking fine so yeah yeah that's an interesting one too like i still don't understand completely fine the the superhuman rebound that corbin carroll had there but i'm still not comfortable with it um but yeah uh, hopefully uh hopefully we see dre jameson make a full recovery and bounce back and i mean 
it's there there's no there's no doubting the fact that within the organization they're always going to question how they used him this year and and how that impacted this mm-hmm. injury and how it impacted him um as as a pitcher so uh what else we got damon uh michael comes with a five what what are we doing here five part question michael no i think it's multiple choice okay uh michael says what do you think is the most realistic finish for the d-backs here uh michael says one win division get the buy two win division no buy three lose division host wild card four lose division on road for wild card five no playoffs i don't like that last one let's get that last one just deleted out of there um what do you think here i think that they host a wild card um i mean lose division host wild card yeah that feels like the most it's just like the 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 dodgers are a a steam engine train that will not be denied they are the los angeles dodgers they're gonna win the division it's just the reality of the matter i don't think the i don't think that although i need them to damon knows about this i don't think the padres are going to come back um i accidentally a little aside Watching UFC on the weekend, um, tried to live bet a UFC fighter, and I accidentally parlayed it with the Padres to win the division. So <laughs> if the Padres win the division, I make a bunch of money, but I'm not. Uh, and the guy won. The guy won the bet after I live bet on him. So uh, let's go Padres. Uh, um, but no, I don't, don't think the Padres are going to win the division. Drunk, folks. No, I don't know. Bet drunk. <laughs> I don't think the Padres are going to win the division. I don't think the Giants are. Um, so I feel good about. The, the D-back holding on to second in the division, but I don't think the Dodgers are going to be denied. Um, and I, you know, I think they are the best team in the National League that is not going to win the division. I don't, I'm not worried about the Mets. Um, I, I'm not worried, I'm worried about the Mets if we have to play them in the postseason, but I'm not worried about the Mets in terms of kind of uh, hopping over the D-backs for a wild card spot. All right. I'm going to go with that they win the division. Oh, wow. I'm going to go Bet with the it. win division, but... Um, Let's do it. Uh, and 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 the host host a game. I'm going to go with win division, host a game. I'm going all the way to the top. Uh, we got uh, Jesse Friedman finally uh, joining us. He's stable. He's got a good connection. He looks beautiful. And he is at T-Mobile Park in Seattle. Jesse, welcome in. We missed you. We love you. And we need to ask you, where do you think the Arizona Diamondbacks are going to finish at the end of the year? Michael Rokicki wanted to know. Are we are we talking about they're going to win a division? Are they going to win a are they going to are they going to win a division and host a game? Win a division, be on the road, have a wild card spot and host a game, have a wild card spot on the road, or no playoffs at all. What are you going with? Oh my gosh! You're just you're just going to put me on the spot like this? Right on the spot. Get in here and just get on the fire. I'm putting you right in the frying pan, pal. All right, so. I think that I think with the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers being in the spot that they're at, right? Uh, both of those teams are tied going into the second half. I don't think it's outrageous at all to think that the Diamondbacks could win this division. Um, but I also, if you're kind of going based on projections and based on you know what most people are probably gonna say, uh, I, the Dodgers are probably the favorites to to win the division. Um, I again, I, I think it's very possible the Diamondbacks could find their way there. But yeah, if, I, if I'm picking, I would say the Diamondbacks do not win the division. Um, but I will say that they win the wild card. I'll say the Diamondbacks wind up with the top wild card spot in the National League. So wow. uh, there's there's my there's my answer. All right, for you. all right. Well, it's tough, right? I mean, and again, it all, it remains to be seen what this team does at at the. Uh, 
you know, at, at the trade deadline. Hopefully they can make something happen that kind of pushes this team into that contention for the division at the end of the season and maybe that championship run, right? But how are things in Seattle? What is the mood now that Zach Gallen has been named the starter to the National League All-Star team? I mean, the, the mood the mood seems to be great. Uh, <laughs> least, I mean, for, for him, I, I don't think there's anything he would rather be doing during his All-Star break than starting the game in the National League. That's obviously yeah. a huge honor. Uh, I did talk to Zach about that a few days ago back in Arizona about you know, whether he was interested in, in starting the game, obviously I kind of figured that he would be, um, and, and just, you know, what, what that would mean to him if he got that opportunity. And it was funny. He basically told me like, yes, it would be a huge honor and I would love to do it for that reason. But also I'm a very routine oriented guy and I want to start the game. I don't want to have to deal with messing my rhythm, you know, messing up my rhythm and That's pitching out of the bullpen. Point. That's a great so, point. It's not it's something I had thought about. Is, Zach is is happy to be doing that for sure, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, he's such a routine oriented guy. I think that's a that's a big factor as well. It's funny because we talk about that with the home run derby, where sometimes guys maybe don't want to risk, like for some reason, participating in the home run derby and having it like up impact, their swing. Yeah, yeah, impacting their swing for the second half or anything like that. But uh, that's that's an interesting take that I can kind of see, especially with Zach being the way he is. That that would be a big that would be a big deal to him. Uh, speaking of the home run derby, Jesse, excited for tonight. What are your thoughts on uh, on the contestants here participating in in the home run derby? I'm going Adelise Garcia all the way, man. Yeah, I, I you're know, still on board with that. I, had, I don't know why I have that feeling, but uh, but for some reason I do. I feel like I believe that Robert Luis Robert and Adelise Garcia line up to play each other in the second round if they both get past the first round. I feel like whoever wins that is going to win the whole thing. Although I do think, I think Julio is going to have his moment. I think he's going to put on a show in, in front of the home fans. I think he's going to take down Pete Alonso and I'm, I'm sure a heavily contested first round. But I've got Adelis Garcia uh, winning winning the whole thing. I think J-Rod is going to try too hard. Yes, That's same. what I think is going I to I don't believe in him at all. He's going to be in front of his home crowd. I mean, maybe he's comfortable because he's there at T-Mobile Park, but there's just something about it that I don't, I, I I don't know. I mean, I, that that seems like such a great story and the obvious pick, but not the pick that a lot of people are going with. Um, but uh, we had, Jesse, a question here. Do we want to go on? Let's go on to our next Mailbag uh, Monday question because, of course, this is about another this All-Star. This is right up Jesse's alley. Uh, and Jesse, Jacob Schultz wants to know, if Corbin Carroll played in Summer League, what would his stat line be? <laughs> if he put like like NBA summer league, is that? I what think that's what he's asking here? for. I don't yeah, know he's, about I mean, MLB he's definitely league. running the point. I'll say that. Yeah, he's point guard. He's point guard on the Suns summer league team. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, he's obviously is presumably be faster than anyone else on the court. So I mean, that has to be worth something. He's also a lot of, a lot of I mean, breakaway points. We're, if we're legitimately talking about NBA Summer League, I mean, Corbin Carroll would be criminally undersized. Uh, <laughs> That's a fair point. So I want to say he would, you know, drop like 25 with 11 assists or something. But at that size, I'm not, uh, I'm not sure <laughs> how foolish I feel. What about baseball's I, I version think- of Summer League? That would be Spring like training? Fall League? Fall League, I guess. Would Fall League be like baseball's version of Summer League? Or would it be more like Spring I mean, Training? 
Yeah, it's I think Fall League comp. is a pretty good. I think Fall League is a pretty good approximation of what Summer yeah. League is for the NBA. If Corbin Carroll played in the Fall League at this point, I think he would absolutely just go Jesus. off. Average oh four fifty. <laughs> oh my god! I think he might do more than that. I think he might get on. I think he might have hits on the majority of his at bats. <laughs> The man is incredible. Yeah. Uh, and I've seen some of your pictures, some of your videos, some of your posts uh, from him. Uh, it, it feels like Seattle's really embracing their guy coming back home. Yeah, man, he was mobbed the entire time. We just finished with media availability. And yeah, uh, yeah it was it was. A, a oh, I bet he hated that. Jesse. <laughs> he hated that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I think I think deep down he was probably protesting. But, you know, Corbin's a good guy and uh, a lot a lot of fun to talk to. And uh, yeah, people were asking him about, you know, favorite restaurants in the area. He, he you know, he gave some pointers there, although he did give the, the very safe answer that the best place to eat in Seattle is in his mom's kitchen, which, you know, I'm sure she would give him brownie points for that there we one. go let's um, go but uh but yeah he was actually at he was actually at a t-mobile store earlier today uh, yeah. doing like a meet and greet with fans apparently uh one of his like school grade teachers uh showed up and and said hi and that, that was kind of a cool moment for him too that's so, beautiful um yeah yeah just really um i also just talking to with, with his agent joe urban who, who's uh, on site here as well and just what the last few days have been like for corbin and um it it just seems so apparently so so clear to me that while everyone around corbin was very concerned about him potentially not getting this opportunity and you know obviously dealing with the shoulder issue and we've had those conversations right on the show about how how devastating that would be if that happened and and it just seems very clear from what i've heard that throughout this whole process corbin has probably been the least concerned person in the room you know he's just so good at, at staying in the moment um and just taking each each day as it comes and and i'm sure he's embracing that right now just trying to live in the moment and, and soak up all of this that he possibly can this is uh this is the only time in corbin carroll's career that he will play in an all-star game in seattle just just the way that the timing works this is this is it um, so it's a once in a lifetime kind of a thing for him. And, and he seems to be taking it all in. That's beautiful, man. And honestly, I, I hate to be constantly thinking about how this benefits the Diamondbacks, but I'm like, this is good. This is good training for him, right? Like the, the, the more this team wins, if they do make it in the playoffs, if they do make it deep, there is going to be this kind of media coverage and he is going to be a focal point because he is the most valuable player right now on this team. It would probably be a toss up between him and Zach Gallen, but I would be leaning that Corbin Carroll has already been made. He's already made that impact where he is the most valuable player on this team overall. But uh, we did we did discuss this earlier. I wanted to get your thoughts. Uh, Corbin Carroll getting at bats in the All Star game with him batting eighth. What are your thoughts on him batting eighth? And what are your thoughts on him maybe not getting very many at bats? Uh, good thing or bad thing? I mean, he'll definitely get one. He's not like they're going to pull him before he gets that that first opportunity. Right. Right. Um, I do, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how how long Rob Thompson sticks with the starters and how soon Corbin is is removed from the game. It initially sounded like Corbin Carroll a few weeks ago was was sort of elected in as a center fielder, but I guess that wasn't necessarily true. Uh, so Carroll's actually starting in left field. Mookie Betts is playing center field for the National League. Um, but uh, but yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see how how Rob Thompson uses Corbin in this game, but I'm sure he'll get in it bad. And honestly, that's, that's all that really matters here. All right, Jesse. Well, we will let you get back to all of your shenanigans that you have get it going on there in Seattle, but we look forward to uh, more reports on everything from tonight's home run derby. And then 
uh, we'll have you join us after tomorrow's All-Star game. Can't wait for you to bring us all sorts of updates on, on how these guys did. Sounds good, guys. Have, Thanks, have fun. Jesse. You have fun. You We're going to be here in Phoenix fucking melting our asses off. You have fun <laughs> in the beautiful weather. I feel like I have to... See, oh, shut this up! Work? Can you guys can you guys see? Oh, yeah, oh. oh. rubbing it's it in. Cloudy. Man. It's man. It's cloudy. It's like sixty three degrees. Oh, it's ideal. That sounds really so silly. nice. All right. <laughs> I don't want to talk to him anymore. Get him, get him out of here, my Jesse. Screen. Get him out of my screen. Bye, Jesse. We'll see you later. But uh, of course, we're here in Phoenix, where it's one hundred and fucking fifty degrees today. Mm. Uh, patio season <laughs> could be here. Uh, Illegal Pete's has misters, so if there's a place you want to escape the heat. Go there, get patio beers on their patio. Uh, check out all of their wonderful locations. They have happy hour 3 to 8 p.m. daily. Uh, they have all of their wonderful drinks as well as their full menu with tacos, burritos, nachos, bowls, everything that you want. Their full bar has custom cocktails and beers. And, of course, don't miss out on the queso. The queso is incredible. Get yourself queso. Kick off your week with Margarita Monday at Illegal Pete's. Exclusive to our Arizona location, so Jesse can't get this shit in Seattle. Uh, $3 margaritas all day every Monday. Nothing brightens up that Monday mood more than soaking up the sun. I don't know about that, but margaritas with margaritas. Soaking up the sun with margaritas is always a good thing. And don't forget about Taco Tuesdays. $2 tacos all day every Tuesday. Enjoy your favorite chicken, pork, veggie uh, tacos for just 2 bucks. So swing by and start your week off the right way at Illegal Pete's. Um, just found my new least favorite baseball player of all time. Who's that? Kiko Romero. Why is that? I mean, he's a wild cat that got drafted by the Yankees. So <laughs> I played baseball with him growing what a up. Combination there. <laughs> tell him I hate him. He's a good guy. No, he's not. He's a piece of shit. He backpicked me one time in high school. <laughs> Coach was not happy. Some of the piece of shit does. Coach yeah. was not happy. Yeah, I imagine. I imagine you got in trouble for that. I'm but. sure he's a nice guy, but fuck um, the Yankees, fuck the Cats. We have more mail. Kiko Romero, great baseball name, though. That's incredible. Great baseball name. Yeah, yeah. Enrique Romero. Yep. Anyway, um, we got more Mailbag Monday yeah, presented by More Furniture. Ooh, which ooh. is exactly what you need to buy for your home more furniture uh whether it is replacing that old recliner that old couch uh, i i have a couch now that i am, am starting to cover so it's time it's time for a new couch when you start covering when you start strategically placing a blanket on your couch you know it's time to just buy a new couch. And of course, <laughs> the best place to do that is at morefurniture.com. Get their white glove delivery service. Have them carry that thing over. Replace your old couch with it. Place it where you want it to. And, of course, we thank them for making our studio my favorite place to be. So save big on the best furniture in the Valley when you head to morefurniture.com. And, of course, here is the more Mailbag Monday questions presented by More Furniture. What do we got, Damon? Uh, D-backs UK shout out to the UK. They says one. They say one player you guys think we should go for at the deadline. Uh, and I've kind of had my target as far as a pitcher goes. Yeah. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez mm, from the Detroit e Tigers. Erod has been fairly good for the Tigers, uh, but this season he has been especially good. Uh, probably having one of his best seasons, which of course is probably going to command uh, a high value. He right now. Uh, lead. Uh, he has a 2.64 ERA. Uh, he's got a lot of strikeouts, 74 strikeouts, 16 walks. Uh, kind of a, a good, good, you know, good pickup from a bad team, uh, and one of the few teams that probably isn't really in it at this point, which mm -hmm. is hard to say about a lot of teams in baseball. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd like it um, when he's pitching. He's a very good pitcher. He had a weird history, a weird couple of years with the. Ever with since the, he left Boston, the Red Sox, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, no, he was good with Boston, but ever since he left Boston, he had a couple of weird years where he 
he had like COVID and he had some long lasting or he had like a heart issue from that, I believe. And mm. he was out for like most of a year. It's weird. But I mean, when he's pitching, he's a very good pitcher. So I would love him. I would love Marcus Stroman. Talk about a bunch. He's one of my favorite players in baseball. If they manage, if the Cubs decide to sell at the deadline um, and they manage to get him somehow, that would be awesome. Um, before, before the Mets series, I wanted David Robertson, but at this point, I don't know that they're going to be selling at all. So <laughs> yeah, I know um, that that sucks now, but that, and that's the problem, right? That is exactly what teams are waiting for. We've even heard from teams. I think it was the Cubs that said, if they are going to part ways with Marcus Stroman, it's going to be on July 34th, yeah, exactly. like 31st at 1159 yeah. PM. They are not uh, parting ways with him before they know for sure what they feel like the direction the team is going uh, after, after the trade deadline. And mm-hmm. it's interesting because of course there's a lot of teams that uh, I, I mean, things are going to change for them pretty quickly here. Things could change for the Diamondbacks. I mean, it's not to say I don't think the Diamondbacks are ever going to drift into sellers and yeah. being sellers, but they, I mean, you have a bad month of July. It could completely shift how you look at where the the, the, re, the plan of the rebuild and whether or not this becomes a year that you're worth you think is worth taking risks on. I feel like I'm just being negative, Nancy. Well, no, uh, but I mean, show, I feel like I mean, it's the conversation I, we've kind of been dancing around for a while, right? right. Like if after they, the All Star break, they have three with the Blue Jays, three with the Braves, three with the Reds, three against the Cardinals, and then three against the Mariners. Who fucking knew that the Cardinals, would when looking at that, when they're looking at that part of the schedule at the beginning of the year, that the Cardinals would be the easy? Part oh boy! But of, of course, stretch. of course, they're coming here, and so who knows if they? I mean, they're like the Mets and the Padres, where it's like, yeah, just they have one good seri- season or series, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, this team is back to what they were supposed to be, and now they become real dangerous. Not to mention the fact that in one month we see the Dodgers come to town, then we have the uh, Padres, and then the Rockies, and then the Padres again. Like, we get in all those games that we've missed against the Dodger- Dodgers and the Padres so far this season fairly quickly once August rolls around. So uh, the Diamondbacks have uh, still a very, very difficult stretch ahead of them, including games with the Yankees, your favorite, and the Astros to pretty much close Dude, out the season. Oh my God. If um, they can sweep the Yankees. Yeah. It'd be, it'd, I will. I don't know what I'll do, but I'll do something drastic. I hate the... Like, literally... We're going to have to set something up. The, I will have to set something on fire. Damon, you heard that. So, do you say something on fire? I'll set something on fire. Oh my God, I, man. Dude, there's literally <laughs> few things in this world that get me worked up like the New York Yankees right. do. I hate them with every fiber of my being. <laughs> Like, <laughs> if I had to lose someone I love to guarantee they never saw success, I'd take it in a heartbeat. I hate New York Yankees. I hate their fans. I hate everything that organization stands for. I hate Aaron Boone. Uh, I like Aaron Judge, though. He's cool. All right. What we are we still have to set no. something on fire for Cattell not being in the All-Star yeah, game. True. There's a lot of reasons to set things on fire when you're in Arizona sports. an entire riot. All right. What else we got? Yes. Man, we need to control this, man. Uh, Brian Bobbitt says, the team has a completely different vibe when they start creating chaos. How much do we embrace that without it becoming extremely, extremely predictable and easy to stop? I don't. I think it already is predictable. It's like not it's, easy to stop. Yeah, it's just That's not easy point. to stop. Yeah, I mean, you know that Corbin and Jake McCarthy are going to run most likely when they're now, on the base path. Now you got Christian Walker being a mess. <laughs> yeah, the so like, as well, like so. that the kind of thing. If he keeps doing that, like he will start getting caught. Yeah, but. Yeah. 
try as you might, it's still difficult to get Corbin and Jake McCarthy specifically out. They were very fast. Yeah. And they're very good at take, at stealing bases. So and, and what's weird is it almost feels like the more you anticipate that they're going to, the more nervous you are yeah. that they're going to. And the more you gotta, you gotta deliver a perfect throw. And yeah, you've seen that recently. They, yeah. I feel like you, they've been forcing fielders to make bad throws, specifically Jake the other day when he made it happen twice. Like you, yeah, I, I think it is predictable at this point. You know, Corbin's leading the league, in, or not leading the league. He's one of the best stolen, or one of the league leaders in stolen bases. Yeah. Like, you know he's most likely going to take a base. But you, you still can't you can do stop about it. it. Yeah. You can't, still can't stop And then that's the problem, is the more that you kind of get, you know, trying to, trying to do something about it, that's when mistakes are made. Yeah. And, I mean, it's not always going to work out. The problem is, is that the Diamondbacks really need to continue to push the envelope when yeah, it comes to that kind of action. They need to continue to push that action because when they don't, we've seen the offense – stall out not only does it make the defense play differently and poorly but i think it it ultimately sparks the offense like yeah it even, makes pitchers uncomfortable as well right exactly exactly yeah. and yeah i do think it definitely is the kind of thing where like you i mean baseball is there's so much momentum like you just you start getting rolling you you all of a sudden the guy was that was standing on first two pitches ago is standing on third and then you it takes a single to get him in and now yeah. everything is going your way like it's one thing to hit a home run but when you kind of, when it becomes like this cascading thing where just like every at bat something starts going wrong for the other team and going right for you like yeah. it's a good way to to, to frustrate to frustrate the opponent yeah, yeah get him out, off bound also it, it takes multiple guys to do that because exactly, we've seen yeah. the minute that like Corbin Carroll is kind of either out of the lineup or being held back as far as that goes they they can't do it when just like Jake McCarthy is the only guy doing it on the base path yeah. out there so like it just needs to be something that all three outfielders do that Geraldo Perdomo and Cattell get in on. Like they have just a very fast team and they can continue. And even to Gabby. Continue and Gabby, yeah. right? Yeah, they can continue to push that. Hell, like I said, Christian Walker, look at him. Uh Nick. Let's get Longoria. No out more. There. No more, Nick. No more for you. Uh what else we got? Uh Jose Contreras uh asks us from Twitter, what's the deal with Drew? I can't help but compare. Holiday is already promoted and invited to a future all-star games. And our guy hasn't played much. I mean, Drew's and just always hurt. That's the problem yeah. is Drew Jones is always hurt. And to be honest, uh, this is this is minor leagues. I mean, yeah. this is really this really is what it is. Uh, minor leagues is going to involve you know a 19 year old guy playing differently than a guy slightly older than him. Jackson or Jackson Holiday already also 19. So I mean, he's playing at a single A level. <laughs> he's a very exciting player. I mean. He is the number one ranked prospect in all of baseball. I believe so, he just got called up to Double A. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, that's my that's the that's the thing is you're not you're not going to have these guys be able to progress at the same amount. Corbin Carroll, for instance, was an anomaly. He was an outlier, so you couldn't really compare the progression of other minor league players to Corbin Carroll. I mean, even in the case of some of the guys they've called up that they've already sent back down, mm-hmm. we've seen them not really have a lot of patience with like a Brandon Fott, for instance, who you know, is considered to be their best pitching prospect in the organization, but things haven't worked out well for him and they haven't really kind of let him, you know, come up at a major league level and find, you know, find, find where he's at. Uh, going back to your question though, it's, it's really injuries. Injuries is really what yeah. is what is holding Drew Jones back from playing and, and getting playing time. And of course um, that's also keeping him pretty low on the top prospects list. He's, he's the 14th prospect right now in baseball versus the fact that Jackson holiday is, Number one overall. So, uh, the Orioles know what they're doing. I guess. Dude, talk about a farm system, man. Talk about a farm system, Mike. The Orioles are the one team in the AL East where, like, oh uh, no, honestly, everybody but the Yankees in the AL East, like, I got a kind of a soft spot for. I spent so much time <laughs> watching them that, like, 
You went from only team to actually all three of the other teams. Are <laughs> well, sick. I just I can't compare my my feelings for any of the other teams to my feelings for the Yankees. Like I would like the Orioles to be good. That would be fun. Um, but he did uh, just for an update on uh, the middle of June. He did start his rehab assignment uh, with the rookie level Arizona Complex League. So he's on his way Which back. You can go he's see just, for free. He's just not there yet. So if you're here in Arizona, go check out Drew Jones. What else we got, Damon? Let's get one more in there. Um, Brian Lefevre asks, do you have a friend with a bidet during a visit to their house? You have to use their bathroom. Would you use their bidet? What? Why? Why? Why didn't you? What are we doing here? I mean, you're already sitting on your friend's toilet seat. Like, yeah, how much of a difference does that make? We're that cheek point? to cheek at yeah. that point, right? Like, I'd argue it's diff. It, it's better, better than yeah. It's better. sitting on the toilet yeah. seat. Yeah. There's no contact like, there. I, I, it's not like. Do you understand how a bidet works? First off, because like the, the the implications from this question kind of make it feel feel it's not like recycled water. you think something is going to touch you. Yeah, and no. nothing touches you other than water. Yeah. Uh, and, and also, uh, if I were to smear shit on your arm right now, would you go wash it off or would you grab a dry paper towel and try to wipe it <laughs> that's off? A, that's a tremendous Every point. toilet should have a bidet. Yeah, Every I, single yeah. toilet. It should be a standard option. It's 2023. What are we doing well, don't here? Don't they even have like public bathrooms in Japan that have yes, bidets? They like, should, well, they should, I mean, like, I understand the idea of a, of a remote control in a public bathroom is probably not the, 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 the tidiest thing you might yeah. think of in your life. However, you're also touching that toilet paper roll. I'm exactly. just saying. It's right there. It's gross. We're all gross. We're disgusting animals. I've never used a bidet. We don't need to be. We can use bidets like, that would be my, my bigger concern would be the fact that I've never used a bidet and I'm not trying to like flood someone's house or some shit. But like outside of that, if I knew what I was doing, absolutely. I don't yeah. Care. Yeah, I mean there 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 is there is a, a learning curve to it, right? But once you got it down, I feel like you're gonna get it. it's like wiping your ass. America right? does such you have to figure shit. out how to wipe your ass at some point. And that's like, let's get universal health care and fucking bidets right. in every household right. in America. It's like, what are we it's, doing? It's 2023, folks. That's all I'm saying. Um, it's, it's a human right. He says, clean uh, I do a hot debate. I've seen online about poop particles being spread by the shooting water. No, Brian. Hey, I will no. say this. If you have your to toothbrush in the bathroom <laughs> and you don't put the seat down before you flush, you're a sick bastard. You're fucking disgusting and I want nothing to do with you. It's shit. It's, sh it's spraying uh, shit particles just, all over your toothbrush. We're just trying brushing to your help teeth you guys it. live your best Put your seat down. Look. And also do not use hand dryers. They don't work. They put more germs on your hands than they than, than do. It's better to not even wash your hands at that point. There you watch Bithbusters. These are facts, and he is a medical professional. Yeah, you guys know that. Based I'm on a the doctor. Um, well, we thank you guys for your questions. We thank you for stopping by. Uh, of course, make sure to check out your local Circle K for the best coffee, beer, I saw snack selection. I went this to guy. I went to Circle K yesterday, first yeah. time since yeah. I got put on the thing, and I saw it's, myself. It's the best in in gas station uh, entertainment that you can get. Now his tiny soul is trapped in a gas <laughs> pump, just like mine is. But, I sold my soul in yeah, high school. He sure did. But stock up at Circle K. It's, it's America's thirst stop. Listen to both of us when we tell you to go inside and get a Polar Pop. They stay colder longer. <laughs> go do it and enjoy your Yourself. They also have iced coffee for $1.89, Red Bulls three for $8, 12 packs of beer for $9.99, Monsters three for $6, and so much more. Make, <laughs> make sure you're not missing out on all this great stuff right now. Text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, get one free offer on 32-ounce Polar Pops. Head to CircleK.com slash store dash locator to find Circle K's near you. Uh, and of course, make sure to check out Four Peaks beers while you're there. Four Peaks is the official craft beer of the Arizona Diamondbacks, and they do have their Four Peaks draft room located on the suite level down the first baseline at Chase Field. It's a wonderful place to watch a True. game. Um, so you can follow them 
at Four Peaks Brew or go to fourpeaks.com slash events to stay up to date on everything Four Peaks, including their Teachers Tuesdays, which are going on right now at the 8th Street Pub every Tuesday through July. Bring a valid teacher ID and receive $4 pints of Kilt Lifter, Wow, Hazy, and Hop Knot. So again, check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 or older to drink Four, ple- four Peaks and please four drink responsibly um i'm i'm not good with words sometimes but uh of course we are i'm just jazz i got my big league chew shirt on i'm ready to watch baseball i'm ready to watch the home run derby which is one of my favorite things i can't wait the whole world so uh make sure to follow our twitter account tonight because we're going to be having fun there uh that's at phnx underscore dbacks i'm at cap underscore k man with a k this maniac is at sean underscore to pause impromptu watch along for the home run derby i might just yeah, go on Twitch and just pop on Twitch and get yeah, yeah get that and make that happen. Follow go me on follow Twitter. Him. Follow him on Twitter. Follow Damon. We are Damon Dogs, but his Twitter is Damon Dog, and that's D A W G. And we get we got a bark at the end, of course. Uh, but of course, uh, Jesse, who's not here, is a, also a wonderful follow during All Star Weekend for all of the festivities going on in Seattle. He is at Jesse and Friedman. All roads, though, lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We thank you guys, of course, for stopping by. We appreciate your time. We appreciate you loving baseball as much as we do. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it is so much more fun when you mash taters in the derby.